Ponderously, noisily, the big city garbage trucks wound their way eastward, their shadows looming ahead of them. Out of Manhattan they came, tired scavengers bearing a city's refuse to its ultimate destruction. The long day was not yet over for these men, not until that burden was deposited in its peculiar inferno would they be free to go to their homes. Slowly each backed his load up to the furnace. Slowly the weary bodies lined up for the evening roll call, as Dugan the foreman raced through the list of names. It had been a wearing day, worse than wearing, for him too, but he did not race fast enough for a single man to forget the omittance of Benny Taylor's name from the roll. It wasn't just that they remembered, and Dugan knew it. It was the way they were remembering, so that he could see in each man's face the same odd hatred which he had noticed when Benny had leaped into the old devouring flames. Tonight, of all nights, he'd have to let them go. Fast. There was an ugly undercurrent about the group that spelled trouble to the Irishman. And tonight, of all nights... Hawkins had come from the main office with an important visitor. Hawkins must have known better, but he probably couldn't help it. Then an ironic pride came into Dugan's soul. They were all letting him down, but he'd keep up face. Never had his roll call been more patterned after his army days. And if no smart response from these men carried the similarity any further, that was only because you can't make soldiers out of slobs with only a couple of hours' notice. Sure, she was a swell plant, the best in the world, and a model to the garbage dumps of the world. That's why you could always count on visitors just when you wanted them least. Dugan saw another man, sort of a stooped old bird, watching the proceedings from a slight distance. He might be important, too. Important as all hell. He wasn't wearing important clothes, but then visitors to the dump often didn't wear their best. Nobody knew him, but he had an air about him. He might be from the mayor's office. He might even be from Washington. There was no limit to how important a visitor might be when he came at the wrong time. And tonight was the wrongest time that ever hit the plant. Dugan finished the roll when men straggled out. He sighed under his breath. Almost he'd expected the worst kind of break before it finished. And then a voice almost at his elbow inquired, Did you forget me, boss? It was Benny Taylor, whom he'd seen plunge into the fire twelve hours ago. For a wild second, Dugan thought he was having a nightmare. He stared at the unburned white wing and then stared at Hawkins and the foreign visitor, Devanter, who were both taking it as a matter of course. That was real, all right, because neither of them had ever seen Benny Taylor before. He started to explain hoarsely to Hawkins, but the words didn't come out. Now Hawkins was looking surprised as he wheeled about. Dugan realized that ten of the men had not left. They were closing in on him and his visitors with a look in their eyes that reminded him of the look of a gang of boys carrying a tin can and a piece of string as they close in on a homeless cat. Riot, 
He recognized it in a second, for he'd dealt with men before. Now it didn't matter about his saving face before the visitors. His tough Irish soul was ready for emergency. Scram! he shouted at the top of his lungs, and he followed it by sailing into the ten with fists flying. And then it broke. He saw the stooped old bird joining in the melee, and in some dim corner of his mind there was a slight surprise at the old man's agility. He saw Bill Hawkins giving as good as he took, and he saw Bill Hawkins take too much, finally. So now there were three of them left to curb the stampede. No, two, for he could have sworn, as the battle raged perilously close to the furnace, that only one of the remaining visitors was on his side, and he didn't know which. The foreigner was dragging Hawkins' inert body when the old coo-